Hello, I am Joshua P. Warren, and this is Joshua P. Warren Daily. And what an exciting day this has been. For one thing, I just posted two fascinating videos online that I'll get to in a minute. One of them is Linda's Ghostly Anomaly from Oklahoma. Really interesting story behind that one. But before I get into the videos, today I am announcing officially right here for the first time that the Creepy Vegas Ghost and UFO Show is now on the Vegas Strip. And let me tell you, if you think it's easy to get a show on the Vegas Strip, well, you just try it out yourself. It is one of the most competitive dog-eat-dog pieces of property in the entire world. I mean, you have the richest people, the richest companies, all, all just controlling that space. And it's not, it's not very big. You'd be surprised. It's not, the, you know, if you've never been there, it's not as, as uh, extensive as you might think. So to have the Creepy Vegas show on the Vegas Strip at a very prominent property is a pretty big deal. I mean, that's kind of a life achievement. Uh, frankly, uh, and it, it, there were many different sort of stages that you had to go through, a lot of wheeling and dealing with a lot of people, and there were times when it was really exciting, and then it just seemed like this is never going to happen, and it just, very dramatic. But it's a testament to the quality of the show, and I've said before, even if you have seen the Creepy Vegas show, we have improved it and updated it and modified it so that it's, it's so much better than what you probably have seen. I'm a fast learner. And so we are, of course, for the almost a year now, we've been doing the Creepy Vegas show at Millennium Fandom in downtown Vegas on Saturday nights. And we are going to continue doing that. That's our flagship, you know. I mean, like, we love being there at Millennium Fandom, and everybody there in ownership and management are just good friends of ours, and, I mean, that is going to be, you know, our foundation. But the problem is, Millennium Fandom is a bar, and that means that you have to be 21 or older to go inside. And I've, I've gotten so many messages from people saying, I have a teenager. You know, is there some way to get the teenager in there? And it's just not legally allowed. So I was looking for a way to be able to uh, produce the event in, a, in, a, in an environment where you could have somebody under the age of 21. And this has worked out beautifully. And by the way, I, I'm not promoting Creepy Vegas as something that's for kids. I mean, there are going to be a lot of disclaimers here because we show some disturbing images as we're telling you about the history of Las Vegas. For example, there's one part where we show very graphic images of gangsters and mobsters with their brains blown out and blood running all over the place. And you know, I understand that's not for everybody. So this could this could really scare little kids. So 
doing this in an environment where you can go in as a, as a family, um, it, it's still going to have its own special risks involved where we have to make sure everybody understands, like, if you think this may be too intense for your child, then this is your opportunity to get up and leave and we'll give you a refund and all that because we don't want to, you know, damage any developing kids. But but I, I'm more thinking about like, you know, the teenager realm when, you know, you're if you're 16 and you can drive a car, you can kill somebody at that point. So you ought to be able to handle a picture of something violent if you buy a ticket to this show. Another thing is, uh, it's going to be a weeknight show. We're going to start this on March the 4th, Wednesday, March the 4th. And so a lot of people come to Vegas during the week and avoid the weekend because it is less expensive usually to get a hotel room during the week. So anyway, here's the plan. It, for, starting Wednesday, March 4th, we are going to have the Creepy Vegas show available on the Strip for two months. It's a two-month period, which is kind of a trial period for everybody. So, so March and April. And I, 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 I'm not ready to tell you exactly where it is yet because I want to wait until the website's updated and all the marketing materials are printed and all that kind of stuff. But... Um, if you are if you just so happen to be coming into Vegas, however, and you want to contact me and find out where it's going to be and get a little heads up and everything, well that's fine. You can just go to joshuapwarren.com, scroll down there, you'll find my email address and then you can email me and that way I can give you more information before I'm even ready to uh to give out the specifics cuz this was all every all this was just solidified like 2 hours ago. I mean, that, this is how new and, and fresh this is. So it, it's it's extremely exciting that now we are going to have Creepy Vegas available on Saturday nights for adults at Millennium Fandom or Wednesday nights for the whole family on the Strip. But in both cases, the ticket prices are about to increase. Uh, probably within the next, maybe the next 24 to 48 hours. So if you're hearing this podcast and you want to get a ticket for $19.95, I'm telling you, you better go to creepyvegas.com, creepyvegas.com and get that ticket right now. All right, so you can see why I'm kind of pumped and excited today. Let's get to the videos that I put online for you. Speaking of Millennium Fandom, one of the ladies who is a fixture at Millennium Fandom, cosplay, pop culture bar there in downtown Vegas. Her name is Linda. She's actually the manager of the place, and she is the ultimate cosplayer. Like, I can only try to imagine what her closet must look like, because Alex, the guy who is, you know, the the owner-in-chief there of Millennium Fandom, he is always coming up with theme nights and it could be steampunk or disney princess or horror movies you just don't know what it's going to be and linda always shows up dressed exactly like the part requires so 
Yeah, if, if like I were going to make a movie, sh- I would hire her as my wardrobe person, and we'd just probably pull everything out of her closet. So anyway, Linda is, is really fascinated by the paranormal and really interested in the work that I do. And um, so she was telling me that her sister, who lives in Oklahoma, has been having some ghostly encounters and then recently just captured something on a camera in that in the living room so it's like you know baby monitor level camera they're they're quite common these days you turn out the lights they switch to night vision mode and we're picking up more and more weird stuff every day i mean the availability and the usage of convenient inexpensive cameras is just exponentially expanding the amount of authentic paranormal footage that's coming in these days so linda she met up with her sister and she sent me a text saying i want to send you some images from her cam and see what you think this is and to be honest with you i'm always i always am a little like afraid when somebody's going to send me something to analyze especially if i know the person and we're friends because i'm very direct and brutally honest and people don't expect that i mean people think if they send me something i'm just going to be like oh yeah that looks creepy that looks amazing that looks weird just because you know because of what i do but i actually am am, and the opposite and people who really know me will tell you that that i'm very very strict and stringent and critical because i don't want to put my name behind something that is easily explainable just because i'm trying to be nice or whatever and then it comes out and then suddenly you know we all look like fools and to give you an example of this i mean there was a guy who emailed me a few days ago who took the haunted Asheville ghost tour and got a he got two or three pictures outside one of the churches there on church street that showed what looked like these three bright orbs hovering over the church and he was really excited but the problem is that there were also three lamps on more or less the porch of the church and it was clear to me that the lamps were on and he was facing them and that they were creating this effect uh it's like a you know a a a lens flare reflection type effect and this is a guy who bought the tour fun lover thrill seeker probably went home excited showed all his friends that he got this picture on the haunted Asheville tour that showed these weird things and he sent them to me because he was hoping I would say yeah man that's amazing that's wild and if I did that he would have just been happy as hell the rest of his life but I couldn't do it I I had to write him back and say well this is definitely a cool picture but here's what's causing the effect in this particular case but you know keep trying you know don't don't 
Don't give up. Keep trying. So that is sort of, you know, my angle of approach when it comes to these things that people send me. So when she said, I've got something to send you, I'm thinking, oh, man, I hope I don't have to be the, you know, be the guy who, who breaks the news like, nah, this is bullshit. Like, this is not, I mean, maybe bullshit's the wrong word, but it's like, it's not paranormal. You know what I mean? So anyway, she sent me some stills. And I look at it and I go, what the? And then she started sending me some video and I was like, okay, I don't know what this is. Like, this doesn't have any of the earmarks. What you see is kind of like a a green night shot view of a living room. The lights were out. There is no visible source of illumination, infrared or otherwise, pointing toward the camera. And then this thing, this thing... It just shoots from the lower left-hand corner up toward the top right-hand corner. And it's almost like it hangs there for a second and then turns around and shoots right back where it came from. And it looks like a big, beautiful, well-defined cabochon oval. It's like an oval of energy. I mean, there's no evidence whatsoever that this is an insect. There's no, you don't see appendages or wing beats or any of that shit, okay? Folks, I've been doing this for 27 years. I've filmed every insect that I can find flying around under every variable. I look at this and I say, this does not look like, I mean, I just can't explain this away. And especially how fast it is i mean you blink you miss it just like you literally you blink you miss it so i got this video um this piece of you know like this clip of the video and i edited a segment together where you see it in real time which again like you blink you miss it and then i kept slowing it down and slowing it down and slowing it down and slowing it down until this little, you know, blink is I don't know, probably like two minutes or whatever. And you really get to see this thing. And I'm telling you, I cannot figure out what the fuck this is. Okay, I'm serious. So I said, you know, well, Linda, I, you know, I, I, I guess this is good news. Um, <laughs> Like, I don't know, I, I can't explain this. This is not easily explainable. And I said, what What else can you tell me about the property? And um, as a matter of fact, she... Okay, so, all right, so here's, here's what Linda sent me. Because I, I met with Linda and we talked about this in person and we went over it in person as, as well. She said that her sister, and again, her sister lives in Oklahoma, said they moved into this house that was that was built in 2008 okay so 12 years ago 
says we've had a lot of activity since the day we moved in odd noises radio turning on by itself Bella the cat reacting to shadows a creepy feeling from time to time of someone standing in the doorway of our bedroom but listen to this on that property she said we had a massive tornado that wiped out an apartment complex a few years before our house was built I asked Linda if her sister thinks there were lives claimed by that tornado and I haven't um, haven't heard that info uh, she hasn't been able to get back to me yet but I'm telling you you got to see this go to my Twitter feed at Joshua P Warren at Joshua P Warren um, you can watch it through Facebook as well and, and if you go to Joshua P Warren.com right there on the home page you'll see a little window that's got my tweets that you can click you don't have to join Twitter or any crap like that you can just click it so this is really interesting and I mean if hey look maybe there is a logical explanation for this that I'm just not seeing um, you know I I never say that my word is the word of God so I mean, if, if you see it and you can come up with an explanation for what this is, please, by all means, please contact me and let me know. Linda's ghostly anomaly from Oklahoma. You'll see it there. But the other video that I posted is the video I was talking about in my last podcast. And... This goes back to the experiment that I did last year when Dean Worsing was here in Las Vegas. And we went to a cemetery to do an EVP experiment, but a very stringently controlled EVP experiment where I had two identical audio recorders synced up. They look like little USB drives, but they're audio recorders. And one of them is put into a vacuum with no air, and the other is left outside the vacuum. And the one in the vacuum should be silent. There should be no sounds whatsoever. And yet, there were sounds. And I've done this over and over for years. Got no sounds. I even did this on an episode of Ghost Adventures in the Winchester house in California and got nothing, nada, zip, silent. But this time, this day, we got something on the recorder that was in the vacuum. And it, and this interference that we got in the vacuum seemed to be responsive to the things that Dean and I were talking about and saying out loud. So there's no sense in me trying to describe it any more than I already have. That's why I put this little presentation together. I actually, you know, I've been meaning to get around to doing this for a while, but uh, I got motivated because I wanted to talk about this on George Norrie's show on Gaia TV called Beyond Belief. So I put this little segment together and I posted it on my Twitter. So you get to be one of the first people in the world to see this and I think it makes it much clearer perhaps 
just how significant this is like why I make such a big deal out of it when you watch this you'll be able to look at it and say oh okay now I understand why Josh thinks like this is really something outstanding so you've got to go to my uh, Twitter page to see these things uh, again it's at Joshua P. Warren or you just go to joshuapwarren.com and you'll find a window there so you can imagine I have a very busy day because everything is going so well and um, I do want to point this out however before I uh, end this podcast I have not used the monkey skull yet and I say yet as if I might do it but honestly I still don't know I might not do it, but I've had so much good luck just over the past few days with all these pieces falling into place and all this cool stuff happening. Um, People might think, well, he used the monkey skull. No, I did not. I have not put a wish on the monkey skull. I explained why in my last podcast, so if you are interested in having some input on this listen to my last podcast because i i mean i i still might do it i mean curiosity killed the cat i know that but i'm a very curious guy so i might still do it i don't know but i have not yet put a wish on the monkey skull and i do not have a monkey's paw but I welcome your input and your advice on that. If you'd like, you know, you just let me know. You can always contact me by going to joshuapwarren.com and clicking the link there to my email address. People will tell you, that, you know, if you, you email Joshua, you know, he's probably going to reply. I don't reply to everything. I can't. I, but I do read everything that comes in. And while you're there at joshuapwarren.com, you can click the link to this podcast. Go to go to the go to the curiosity shop and trust me, I've got some crazy new experiment results that I'm going to be announcing to you soon. But in the meantime, go to the curiosity shop, see what I have there and click the link to this podcast. It's called Joshua P Warren Daily. Always short, always free, commercial free, independent, uncensored. You can subscribe through various means or just follow me on Twitter at Joshua P. Warren, at Joshua P. Warren, and I will usually tweet when a new one is available. So that's it for today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your interest and support. Thank you for staying curious, and I will talk to you again soon.